When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Man City Show is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. Welcome to the Man City Show. It's Lisa Rabinovitz in the chair for Nigel Rothband. And joining me to discuss a very unimportant victory at the weekend, I have two guests. Stuart Brodkin. Hello. And Tony New... 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 Grosh. Grosh. Hello. I've, I've been I've been in trouble for pronouncing Tony's name incorrectly before, so I'll let him say it himself. Thank you. So, as you can tell, um, my punishment for being so rude to Nigel last week was that he's just completely disappeared and left me to it. So, um, hopefully, I'll, I'll I'll do him proud tonight. So let's let's talk about. Um, Actually, before we talk about, let's just talk about this. The Man City Show is back for the season by Ladbrokes. Sign up and deposit up to £50 and Ladbrokes will put the same amount into your account, giving up to £50 worth of free bets. You can get this offer by following the link at bet.citypodcast.net. So, we beat a small team from somewhere near Manchester. Near Manchester, yeah, I think it was it was their cup final, wasn't it? But just just routine, <laughs> to be honest, nothing it, more just than that. Three just three points, yeah. yeah. Another it, away victory at Old Trafford, just same old, really. Pretty same, tedious. Same old, record breaking, record making. Yeah, yeah, record breaking. Fourteenth win in a single season. We need to win against Swansea to make it fifteen to break the record of successive wins in the Premier League, and that's Arsenal's yeah. Arsenal fourteen over two seasons. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, that's tomorrow. It's tomorrow night. That's tomorrow night. Yeah. Yes, it is. So, obviously, there's been a lot of talk about what's happened after the game, which I think is a very clever way of deflecting from what actually Absolutely. happened during it. Um, we will touch on that afterwards. But just honestly, do you think we outplayed them? Do you think we were by far the better team? Yes. 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 On both counts. I think we were we out. Um, we were tactically much better than they were. They had just one one plan: kick the ball as far as they could towards uh, Lukaku or whoever else was up there, which was nobody. Um, we outworked them. We were much harder working. We ran five more miles than they. I don't believe in all these stats particularly, but I believe in that one. We did we did run five more miles, which is a lot in a single game. Um, but I, I was very disappointed with United. I just thought they had no fire, no ambition, no nothing. nothing I disagree. I was delighted with United. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely rubbish. We I were going to give a game every time. Game. Yeah, we we were in third gear for virtually the whole mm. game. Had we been pressed a little bit more, we might have shown our real uh, our real metal. But I, I, I think Lisa and I were talking beforehand, and we both thought we didn't play that well. No, we we didn't overexert ourselves in many respects, but we absolutely battered them from the first minute. You see, company just before the kickoff, just pointing towards their goal, going, "That's the way we're going, yeah, lads." Yeah. And we didn't stop. We didn't give the ball away from the kickoff for about ten minutes, 
And apart from after when we scored, we absolutely dominated that match from start to finish. That was the lowest percentage possession they've had at Old Trafford since Premier League records began. They were battered and destroyed. And Mourinho is kidding nobody by trying to blame the referee for that defeat. I think it was similar to Chelsea, although I think we played a bit better at Chelsea. And the scoreline was the same, and it could have been 4 1. 5-1 for us in both those games so yeah but I, we're still waiting to go back to the sort of five six games ago when we were just completely dominating teams and scoring lots of goals why is that not happening I, I just can't put my finger on it yeah we seem we seem to have lost a bit of that cutting edge and, and the final ball seems to be going missing yeah it's a little bit more like last season in many respects isn't it but yeah. we're still dominating teams aren't we I know we've yeah. had a few very late victories of late but every one of those games we've completely dominated the opposition yeah. without putting the game to bed so yeah a bit of fine tuning perhaps and maybe teams are working out a little bit better how to, to stop us scoring but they're not stopping us dominating matches they're not stopping us winning that's for sure mm. no. do, you, do you think it might also be a bit of lethargy in some of the players and, and also that the likes of Bernardo Silva and Gundogan aren't quite there yet yeah. so I mean a, a good example is Bernardo Silva when he came on I mean he had two really good chances <coughs> I never thought he was going to score on either occasion he just didn't look as if he had the confidence to just put the ball away which is what he should have done on both occasions and I think that showed actually those last five seven eight minutes that if United opened up a bit we would have completely battered them like you say in goal terms um, and I think Mourinho must be thinking I did the right thing. I, I played defensively. Um, had we gone all out on attack, United, that is, um, they'd have lost 6-1 again, probably. I mean, I expected them to be to play exactly the way they played against everybody else. I just, honestly, I mean, disappointed is the wrong word, but I <coughs> was surprised that they didn't try and exploit us a bit more. And especially when you saw their lineup with Martial, Rashford, um, Lingard and Lukaku, I, I think, I, I really did think that they were going to try and and make the most of the mistakes we made and like Tony said after we scored don't know what happened to no, us no I don't no. but we went we completely lost our heads for about for the first for the last five minutes of that half and they scored and then even at the beginning of the second half it I was think for about eight wobbled. or ten minutes yeah, yeah we I don't know why anybody know why and normally you know we look we don't we don't show any fear when we've gone behind yeah. or when we've been equalized against so I can't explain it yeah we were just giving them a chance I think. <laughs> make a game of it yeah no absolutely no we were we were brilliant and you know United got away with it against Arsenal didn't they they got battered and somehow won 3-1 yeah, and Mourinho situation, thought yeah, yeah, yeah we'll do it again but it was it was 19th century football yeah it was absolutely embarrassing um, and how the man has managed to destroy the legacy of that club so quickly as an attacking thankfully, force thankfully. yeah absolutely for the United fans to be applauding off Guardiola and the City team at the tells end. I think sells everything. I've never done that before. No, and they'll probably never do it again. No. But it was well deserved. And I we, just think it, I, th I just think we played like the home team. They played like a, an away team in an FA Cup tie, maybe trying to get a, a draw and take them back to their their home game. You know, home. I just don't understand Mourinho. Well, I do actually, but um, and he's just it was nasty in the build-up as well. I mean, he was just vindictive. You know, Silva, he's not really unfit. Um, Catalan, support from Pep, that's wrong. Uh, we dive and we make tactical, tactical fouls. fouls. I mean, you know, come on. And it, what it completely, the whole thing, one, firstly, half of it is completely irrelevant, nothing to do with football. Yeah. Um, and then the other things that what are to do with football, they're not true, as Pep said, after, 
yes. quite clearly. And and it essentially backfired on him. But why and, doesn't he talk about his own team? Uh, because that's he's got nothing point. to talk about. Yeah, that's the point. He's, he's trying to... De- I mean, he's a master... Well, he's previously been a master of deflecting away yeah. from his team. But I think what happened at Chelsea and all the nonsense that happened there that eventually led to his complete and utter demise at Chelsea, I thought he had learned something from that. But it looks like he's been ra- well and truly rattled yeah. again. And it's not... But... When you know the he's talking about the the Otamendi challenge on Herrera, I'm sorry. I think the challenge on Otamendi was much more of a shout for a penalty. Yeah, absolutely, no one's mentioned that. Have yeah, they, have it was they? A, a positive rugby tackle, wasn't it? It was, yeah. and it was blatant. And the referee should have given it. Quite it was frankly. quite close to the incident. You know, if you were... recall when we played Stoke at the beginning of last season, when yes. he gave two ridiculous free ki- uh, penalties, didn't yes. he? Um, one for Sterling for literally putting his hands up so Shawcross didn't run him over. Unbelievable. I don't know quite but, what But, but that incident was hardly mentioned in mm. the ma- after-match reports. I don't remember seeing it anywhere. I mean, I didn't read every report, but no. I've and Pep seen, didn't moan about it. No. Well, I've no. only seen it mentioned by City fans, but um, yeah. the reality is we don't have to really care because we won the match. But um, I, I, I think, actually, you've got to give the referee some credit for being brave enough not to give that penalty to United because he could yes. I mean I don't think it was a penalty but he could quite easily have have, have caved yeah. given everything that um, Mourinho had been saying in the in the run up and yeah I think by and large he had a good game mm. I think he was always in the right place um, he got the Jesus um, incident right he got the Herrera incident right Otamendi wrong but I think overall he didn't have a bad mm. game mm. And Herrera, I mean, it was a terrible dive, anyhow. Yeah, at least, was, you know, yeah. at least Jesus put a little twist in there, didn't he? <laughs> that was just, it was just almost childish the way yeah. he threw himself to the floor. And After the incident, yeah. yeah. And for Mourinho to claim it was a blatant penalty from 60 yards away, he's, does he think we're all fools? No, it doesn't work Possibly. anymore. You know, when Possibly. you're winning leagues, you can get away with that sort of nonsense. Yeah. But he needs to learn a bit of humility. And as, back to us, because obviously that's more important. I, I think it's worth mentioning one that we played that game without stones who i still think we miss hugely we played when we've played most of this season with a central midfielder at left back and then the second half of the match we had no company either so and no, you know and they no can, striker for the last 20 minutes and they can complain about not having pogba but yeah mm. and you haven't you know. mentioned mending who was uh, well, sadly I mean, missed and will be for a while more that no, was an extraordinary substitution at half time wasn't it to bring <laughs> on uh, well, to put Fernandinho at centre half, I yeah. thought that was extraordinarily. Brave. Only Pep could have got away with that, and he did. Yeah. I mean, if he'd got it wrong, perhaps he might be talking about. And let's, I think, have a kind word for Mangala for once. I, I thought know. when he came on, he did very, very well. He did. Yeah, he's never going to look the most accomplished, comfortable mm. footballer on the ball, but he did a job for us. And but we're he's a great athlete. Next few weeks. Yes, physically, is a is an absolute athlete I mean, to look at. Um, I'm still very nervous whenever he's involved in a one-on-one, particularly. Um, yeah, he did well. Uh, the bits he had to do, yeah, which wasn't a lot. No, but he's the ideal man to mark someone like Lukaku, isn't he? Yes, he lacks yeah. footballing intelligence. I think absolutely. He, yeah. he didn't have to do a lot, but what he he did have some pretty crucial clearances yeah, to make. He did, and he, yeah, he did. When well he cleared, the, when Edison made that double save, he cleared. He cleared the ball away, and yeah. it could have gone anywhere. But um, just prior to that, he did a good piece of defending. Was yes. it against Luke, was it against Lukaku? No. Yeah, no, so he didn't. I, you know, I. I've never thought he's as bad as everyone likes to <laughs> say he is, and let's hope that I'm right about that because I think we're going to see a bit more of him over the next 
yeah. a few days or weeks. And I've never thought he's as good as you think he is. I don't think so he's that good. No, he I think will, he's in the middle somewhere. Yeah, yeah. He will, we will need him to... Look, look how Otamendi's improved, improved this yeah. year. And so Stones. if he can do something like he's done with those other two... Stones. Yeah, we might have a half-decent centre-half. Yeah. And then, towards the end, the, um, the in inverted commas, time-wasting... It was brilliant. It looked like a snooker match with uh, Bernardo Silva k- kicking the ball against the United player at will. And they were so frustrated by that. I mean, Ashley Young got himself booked for a ridiculous foul. But it was, it was a joy to watch, actually. I mean, we, we actually time-wasted in the corner in Pep Guardiola style. It wasn't just sort of sticking to the ball and then somebody kicking you and maybe getting a throw in or not. We, we did it brilliantly. It was beautiful time-wasting. Absolutely, yeah. It was quality comedy wasn't it, was. it? Um, <laughs> and I don't like to see it normally I don't know why referees allow teams to do it quite frankly well, what can they but, do well they it's, it's time wasting you can you can book a player for time wasting well not not for you're not for getting the ball in the no, corner I still think it's time wasting Depends but it's still the ball's in play the ball is in play you're still time wasting but so, what, I'll let it go I this one as has been mentioned on the podcast before shall we call it game management yes we've only we've done it previously in a game I think against one of the Champions League games, we did that in the last fight. I can't remember which game it was, Roma perhaps. Mm. Uh, but yeah, we don't do it very often. We don't need to. No, and let's not forget as well, I know many of them were rested for the uh, European game, but they'd all been across to Ukraine, apart from Sula, yeah. who was badly injured, I'd hasten to add. Um, so, you know, last year things fell apart against Tottenham away, didn't they, after a difficult yeah. European yeah. trip. No excuses this but time. We just get on with it every yeah. time. It was a long trip, and as a you day, say, but everybody except Silver mm. went, and uh, the temperature was uh, sub-zero. Couldn't have been an, a, an enthralling experience for the instead of training. You know, and we stayed over in Ukraine for. Mm. And it was a day later day. than the United. Yeah, yeah. Than and the United, United were at home. Yeah, yeah. And they, they were at home. Yeah, yeah, they had no. Excuses. Can you imagine the other way round? If they'd have had a game in, say, Russia or Ukraine. That would have been another of his excuses. Well, it wouldn't have been milk we'd have been talking about. It would have no. been that instead. Vodka. <laughs> so, <laughs> b- before we go on to milk gate, or whatever we want to call it, um, of our other performances from our players, who stood out, or, or would you not necessarily say it's one? Uh, Edison for those two amazing saves. And he made another good save as well. Um, and I thought De Bruyne ran the show with silver, as per usual. Um I don't know, a couple of players w- were, not, were not at their best. I don't think Sane was. I don't think Sil- um, Sterling was. No. Uh, Jesus. I would have played Aguero against United because he's you know, much more experienced in, a, in the derby situation. And yet we won the derby without him even stepping foot on the pitch. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just think De Bruyne would be my man of the yeah. match, I think. I'd go for Silva. I love, okay. I love the way he gets stuck in as well. Yeah. He yeah, doesn't true. care. He will tackle anyone and he's a... <laughs> Fabulous example for any young players out there, isn't he? And he got it's not all about size. For yeah. two fouls. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> in the space of 30 seconds. No, That's my boy. But it showed a lot. It shows the right level of determination yeah. and passion and, yeah. and dedication yeah. to, to get the yeah. results. So. Absolutely. So, yeah, and Otto, I think Ottomendi deserves yeah, a mention as well. Yeah. And well, he, he was. He was Partly culpable for their goal, along with Delph, but oh, yeah. he made up. He more than made up for it. Can and I controversially <laughs> suggest Edison was at fault for that goal? Edison's positioning was poor. It was. Was it's always he difficult was, the balls going across the goal. And he no, was the he, wrong side, wasn't he? he? He went too far, didn't yeah, he? And, yeah. and he made it very easy just to slot yeah. the ball. He took it. Him. It looked like he took it really well, but yeah. if you watch the get, watch it again, 
Edison wasn't really in a pos- much of a position to get a hand on it, no. which he could have done had no. he been more uh, It was difficult for him, because I'm yeah. sure, likewise, he wasn't expecting the ball to yeah, come exactly. across. So I think they were all a bit culpable, weren't they? Yeah, but Del, Del. how many teams would have folded in that situation? You know, we've battered the opposition, we've yeah. given away a soft goal, yeah. crowds against us now, we've yeah. been in Europe, we've got players out, companies injured. Made no difference whatsoever. Well, it? it was magnificent. I didn't. I didn't feel that worried. Actually, I was yeah. a little bit worried. That I think sure the Manchester was. City of last season would have probably folded a bit. Agreed. So. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> so and and then one last mention, of course, the the very important player that we haven't given any credit to is Lukaku, who was clearly auditioning for Absolutely. a role. Yeah. In the well, they team. said he, could, he never um, does well in games against the top six. Two assists. Um. Yeah. I mean, be wrong. To be fair, you don't get much for ninety million these days, do you? Not really. No, you can see I mean, that. I felt well, I almost felt a bit sorry for him. He was so isolated was, for yeah. the whole game, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah. Um, they did nothing to help him. But now it will be a game he wants to forget very, very quickly. I suspect. So, eleven points clear as a result of that. Is it over? Well, Paddy Power and um, Betfred have paid out. Betfred, the owner of Betfred is a big United fan, so he must be thinking, you know... Um, it's a bit of an emotional great response. <laughs> great publicity for him, of course, and uh, he got it wrong before. But I don't think he's going to get it wrong this time. Mm, look, it can soon change, can't it? Yeah. You know, every team... Well, we need to lose four games. We do, but you, you And know, the others have got to win all their games. Mm. That's not going to happen, is it? I wouldn't have thought so, but this one, this is City. Um, no, it's not City of... Ten years Agreed. ago, it's, it's still it's still City, though, isn't it? Yeah. Look, it, there's a long, long way to go. You only need a few injuries um, to change things. You never know. But we're in a as De Bruyne, I thought, spoke very eloquently afterwards. Said, "I'd rather yeah. be eleven He's points right. ahead right. than eleven points yeah. behind." And I yeah. suspect Mourinho, being Mourinho now, will prioritise the other cup competitions, won't sure. he? Because sure. his, his ego won't let him go through a season without. Sure. getting his hands on a bit of silverware. I read somewhere that the only thing that could go wrong uh, as far as the title is concerned is if we lose Silver and De Bruyne for, long, for a long period. Both of them. Mm. Well, let's hope that happen, doesn't happen. Mm. <laughs> Careful what you wish for. <laughs> uh, yeah. <I> wish <laughs> no, I think even, even I'm feeling fairly confident. Mm. Yeah. But obviously anything can happen and it is still well, not even, was, we're not even halfway through the season yet no. almost but there's not 66 quite. points to play yeah, yeah. Yeah. well that was that was arguably our biggest test on Sunday wasn't it and we but were going to get now, murdered yeah. by these Goliaths yeah. of United who were six yeah. inches taller than us yeah. and, and we were the ones who were going to get booked for diving and they were going to score from set pieces, set pieces yes. and it was just a pleasure to watch. Two of the scruffiest goals we scored all season. Yeah. Both well taken, to be fair, I thought. Ottomendi yeah, in particular. Yeah. Um, we'll take it. A lot of pundits were picking United to win it, which I was surprised. I thought, you know, and a lot of people said it would be a draw. I would have taken a draw, mm. but well, the way us, Guardiola plays, he does not go for a draw. No, but for us, it was a must-not-lose situation, whereas yes. for United, I, th- I do think they had to win it. Yeah, but they didn't play like that. No. Very bizarre. Anyway, right, let's take a quick break. The Man City Show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Welcome back. Okay, so I don't want to dwell on this too much, but um, what do we make of the uh, lack of respect that Manchester City showed for celebrating winning a derby at, at Old Trafford and breaking a Premier League record of 
um, successive wins in one season. Um, terrible. Absolutely, and ending United's 40-match unbeaten run. Yeah, how dare we um, celebrate. Absolutely. Well, Mourinho was the one who walked into the dressing room or knocked on the door and told them to keep it quiet, turn the music down. Not his business, really. I mean, you know, I can't believe that he's made a big deal out of it. Mm. Or a big deal has been made. He didn't say anything in the press conference, did he? No. Apparently, nor did, nor did Pep. But he must have known that by creating that situation yeah. it would eventually get out that milk was thrown at him. <laughs> and um, missed. And missed, because you can't go yeah. through it. No, um, I just feel sorry for the milk. It would have turned sour the second it touched him, wouldn't it? Um, what a fuss over nothing. It was the same when he got battered at Chelsea last year, wasn't it? Um, the guy needs to learn a bit of humility. Absolutely. Well, what about when he ran down the touchline and on his knees, you know? Who was that against again? Liverpool? That against well, he Liverpool. did it as a big favour that day, didn't he? Yeah, no, so we'll but, that, but I mean, that was no respect to, mm. it, to the Anfield fans. Yeah. He did it in front of the fans, yeah. we didn't. And so, what if he got wet with some milk? He'd been pissed on for 90 minutes. What <laughs> difference would it have made? He was already soaking. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's, he's just got, he's such a hypocrite. You can't, yeah. you can't say it. I, I still wouldn't agree with him, but at least it would be, you could understand him saying it if he had such impeccable behaviour himself. <laughs> but. He, he absolutely doesn't. And their team last season, when they won some trophy, um, <laughs> when in Europe, um, made were, were singing not particularly pleasant City chants yeah. um, not long after the attack in Manchester when City That's wished right. them luck. And I, you know, you know, you can't it, practice what you preach. Mm. I think. Yeah. He and said then, we've got no class. It's mm, just the opposite. Mm, we have got class, mm. and he's got nothing. So his explanation of it today. So last week he w- was talking about us being divers and tactical yes. foulers and all the rest of it. And today he's basically called us misbehaving idiots, like a, um, a diversity of behaviour and a diversity of education. Is that what he said? Yes. I've not read that. He said we were lucky, and I agree. Oh, lucky. we've got Pep Guardiola. We've got the best team in the Premier League. Possibly in the world, but there you go. He's providing us all with great material, if nothing else. (laughs) So, okay, right, enough of that. Thank you, Jose. Um, Again, a match that has obviously slightly been overshadowed um, by by the derby, but we did play Shakhtar last week in, I think, what we all accepted was fairly meaningless. I know Pep probably would have liked to have won it. We know he doesn't go out to draw or anything like that, but it was a massively changed side. Anything that we can take from that? Yes. Foden and Diaz. Well, yeah, I'm a bit sorry for Foden. Played completely out of position. Absolutely, yeah. It was a bit mean. Look, I think the one thing we can take out of that game is we don't perhaps, in my opinion, have the strength and depth everyone makes out. Now, I don't think there was anyone who put their hands up for a derby place, really, Mm. was there? Well, the same Um, thing happened against Wolves. We fielded a very weak team and got almost got, you know, beaten. Yeah, no, we did. Um... No, it wasn't an important game. Would have been nice to keep the uh, winning run going, yeah. but in the grand scheme of things, not that important. But no, we were a little bit poor. Off the pace, yeah. I think it might um, bring home to Pep, and I'm sure he knows this anyway, it might bring home a little bit more that we do need to strengthen the squad. Well, I'm sure we will in January, and yeah. that's what's, I think, going to be quite frightening, frightening. for everyone else, <laughs> isn't it? Because you know, we've got away with Delph at left-back um, yeah. so far, and... Bless him, it's not a criticism. I think he's done a fantastic job in the circumstances, but he's not a left-back. If we can find someone to cover, left-sided defender to cover for company when he's inevitably injured again and cover at left-back till Mendy's fit, then I really think we'll we'll be... We'll be flying. Mm. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I understand what you're saying about the depth, but we did change seven players, and you wouldn't expect to be necessarily doing that very often. So I, I think, I, I mean, I'm still, I am still slightly concerned about, like I think we've already said about Sil- Bernardo Silva not being quite there yet. I think he mm. will get there, and I, I'm getting very frustrated by some City fans getting on his back. I think is slightly ridiculous at this yes. stage, but. Um, but to change seven players is quite a lot. Quite it? a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit of a vicious circle for Bernardo Silva, isn't it? Because he's not playing, so he's not got the confidence, yeah. he's got the, not got the match sharpness. He needs a run of games, doesn't he? Now, the one good thing is we might be able to start resting players in the league soon. We might be so far ahead <laughs> that we can prioritise the other cup competitions. Possibly. <laughs> well, Maybe a while, yeah. What about Gundogan? I think I've read somewhere and it's been mentioned that he's a bit gun-shy after the two big injuries. I'm... I'm not sure he's anywhere near where he was, you know, say in that Barcelona game. When no, he was, he was coming exceptional back. then, wasn't he? Yeah, he was coming back from one injury. Now he's coming back from basically two big, big injuries. Well, that's psychologically very difficult. So. Yeah, I like him. I think he's got talent, but he's not really shown it since he got his second injury. Yeah, again, he probably needs a good run of game games, time. doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Pep hasn't rotated no. much, has he, to be fair? Well, the, uh, the ideal situation <coughs> is to be able to, say, rest... Silver, David Silver, and play one of them, uh, but just yeah. to make that one change, Rather and then you seven, not, yeah, and then you, and then the the onus isn't on these, you know, the players like Bernardo Silver and Gundogan to be the ones that carry the team. They're they're just they're the change in the team, and that's what I would like. But I still think it's it is difficult because every game in the Premier League is is it's difficult. Tough, Everyone is playing yeah. a particular way against us, and. You need your best players to, to Maybe get in some through. home games against lesser teams, you might do that. Yeah. Like Spurs. <laughs> we'll come to Spurs shortly. So, so Shakhtar's been and gone. Um, we've now, we now know who our opponents are in the next round. I think we were all pretty shocked when we got what we wanted. <laughs> Never happens. So. They're 500 to 1 to win the Champions League. Basel. Yeah. And we're favourites. Remarkable. City are favourites. Absolutely um, remarkable, I find that. Bayern Munich and PSG are second favourites. Um, Barcelona seven to one. Madrid, Real Madrid eight to one, and that other lot eighteen to one. They, they must be hundred to one, really. But, <laughs> but we are favourites, which, like yeah. you think, like you say, is a bit is a bit surprising. It's quite but, surreal. Well, it was the perfect draw for us, though, wasn't it? I yeah. think we'd all take that. Um, oh, we were second favourites before the draw, so yeah. I mean, I think the rest of Europe feels that we're a very, very good side and they want to avoid us. Yeah. So My only disappointment is the, uh, yeah, the first leg is on my wife's birthday. So is if I just say, sorry, wife, <laughs> we'll celebrate another night. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so, yeah, that's, that's the Champions League, which is not till February now. So, yeah, yeah a while to go for that. Get a bit, well, not really much of a rest because now we've got the FA Cup coming into it as well. We so. have. Okay, so next up we've got Swansea away tomorrow. We have. They are the team. We have the best record against any team that we've played five times or more. We've beaten them. They've only won one in 15 against us. We've won 12, drawn two, lost one. I didn't Uh, know that. Absolutely. Statistics flowing tonight. We should should win. (laughs) Even just on the stats, you know. We should. We should have a few tough games against them, though, haven't they? They are poor. Yeah, they won at the weekend. They won at the weekend, they were poor. Bonnie scored in the last two matches. Yep, true. Uh, Beware of Bonnie. And he would have scored another one, which was ruled out, Mm -hmm. which was a terrible decision by the ref, I think. 
They would have had three by now. Mm. But he's coming back, you know. And I'm kind of, I, I don't want him to score tomorrow, obviously, but I'm kind of pleased for him because I think he had a tough time at yes. City. It never, it just, he was never the right player for our style of play. And so I'm glad that he's gone back to Swansea and is finally getting... Yeah, he's a star. Gets, yeah. He's a star, though. He was never going to be a star at City. But please don't bother scoring tomorrow, Wilfred. <laughs> That, that would be. You can have one if you're four 0 up. That's true. Yeah. Wouldn't be crutching that. No, look, it'll be another test, won't it? They'll they'll have a go. They'll be well. They've nothing for it. to lose. Yeah. It's a bit of a sort of free hit for them, isn't it? Yeah. Because um, they won't they they won't be targeting the city game to win as in the hope of staying up. They'll be yeah. targeting games against teams down the bottom. You yeah. Know. Look, These sort of games, you know. Yeah, like you say, I, it's a free ride. It is, but I think you know perhaps it's naive to think we're just going to steamroller everyone 4 0, isn't it? Teams like Huddersfield yeah, and yeah. West Ham have shown that yeah. actually, if you're organised, you yeah. can slow us down. Feyenoord. Mm. I'm sure we'll United. have. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have, what, 75 80% of the possession, won't we? I yeah, mean, that that is a given. But well, we need to just stick one one or two in the net. They, they, they won't score more than one if they score at all. They're very. Low scoring team. That's said, company's out tomorrow night, isn't he? So it's going to be what, Mangala and Osmendi and Delph. It's not not the strongest back four you've ever. And and question here is we've still got Fernandinho and Sane on four yellow cards. Have we? Do you play them and risk them not playing against Spurs? Yes. I don't think they're going to get in a dogfight against Swansea, particularly. Yeah. I wouldn't risk Fernandinho. Yes, um, the, I would. The difficulty we have is we don't have anyone else like him, do we? No, really, the only one off, isn't well, it? In the, in the, the squad. closest we've got is Delph, Delph. Um, yeah, yeah. and he's going to be busy elsewhere. So That's it is right. difficult. Um, he probably needs a break, doesn't he? To be fair, they don't get breaks with Pep. No, but you never know with him, do you? He might rest him tomorrow night because Spurs will be a tougher game. Albeit they've been pretty poor this season, quite frankly, haven't they? They always bring their best against us. Mm. You know how much everyone knows how much I love Spurs. <laughs> so I'm I always a bit fearful of them, and they will at least play football. I I would be very surprised if Spurs came and parked above. They won't do that. No. They don't. Should, like should help us, shouldn't no. they? Yeah. But Pep wasn't far wrong, wasn't he, when he called them a one-man team? Yes. Maybe he's quite an effective man. He is. Um, he is. So he's before we move here, before we move on to that. Prediction for Swansea? Swansea, 2-0. I'll go for 3-1 okay. to City, just to be just clear. Just to be yeah. clear. 2-0 no. for City. <laughs> Lisa? Lisa, come on. Ooh. I think we'll win 2-1. Ooh. Another 2-1. Okay. How many is that now? If we do that the whole season, I don't care. Yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, so now on to Spurs, who I think will be probably... A tougher test. Yes. Um, I know they haven't been playing wonderfully this season. Uh, certainly not what I would I would expected from them. No. But I still think, like I said, they always they always seem to bring their best against. I Spurs. think Spurs will finish second. I think the way they were playing before this blip, they look the second best team in the division. They look better than United, and I think they are better than United. They've got better forwards. Um, better you know, forward. Okay, forward. Who's <laughs> um, who scores at will almost, doesn't he? He scores in almost one in two games, maybe better. Um, they all play open, attractive football. They always do, um, which should suit us. 
I don't think it'll be nil nil, will it? No. Um, but you never know. It'll be a, it should be a good entertaining game really, again. It? Um, yeah. It's nice now, isn't it? Because we can go into these games without any fear. I mean, it's, of course we want to win, but it's not like we can't throw away a single match here, <laughs> can we? You know, it's going to happen at some point, isn't it? We're either going to have a bad game or a bad decision or a bad injury and we'll lose one. Well, what's the worst that can happen? We'll only be eight. Yeah, but we're going to lose four. I agree, but that's my point. Yeah. You know, we we don't have that fear anymore. We no, can just, true. as fans, as players, you can just say, let's just go out there, entertain. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, we are we are at home, so I would still like to think we can win. Mm. I don't think it will be easy, but I would like to think we no. can not certainly not lose. Um, you know, when you when you come to the away fixture, you know, later on in the season, then fine. If we lost away to Spurs, then hopefully by then it really wouldn't be a disaster. Yeah. Spurs are very far behind us. Is it 18 points? Something yeah. Like that, yeah. So, yeah. in terms of them catching us, I'm not particularly concerned. Yeah, they're, they're closer so. to the relegation places yeah. than <laughs> to the top. Yeah. It's remarkable, isn't it? Yeah. Um, how good we've been, and they have been pretty poor this season. I know they've had the new stadium to worry about, etc., etc. But no, they're, they're eminently beatable, I think. Good. And, and then thinking about the lineup against Spurs, I know we didn't, for, for Swansea, we didn't actually mention about who might be up front. Obviously, Aguero didn't play any part in the derby. No. So, do you think he'll play against Swansea? Or do you think he'll save him for Spurs? Or play him in both? I think he'll play against Swansea. I don't think Jesus had a great game, to be no, honest, he did he? No. And in fact, he's not, he's not been at his best for a little while, I think. No. Um, which we can cope with the way we're playing at the moment. So, he probably needs a break and he should yeah. rotate them. You know, it was only yeah. two days ago. Um, it's only so a week, isn't it? If he rests him this week, yeah, uh, then he'll be playing the week after. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Aguero in both. Aguero, Aguero in both. Yeah. Certainly against Spurs, and I would have played him against United, but it's too late. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't need him. <laughs> I also think we might not see David Silva against Swansea, but it's, it just depends how many changes he wants to make. He yeah. can see, obviously, we can see he can't make that many. Mm. Um, but David. He has got a propensity for injury, so yeah. I, th- I think that's a lot of ge- a lot of game time in, in the well, short He doesn't like to rest players, does he? No. Really? No, he rested anybody hardly that I can think of this I season. Mean, he barely finished a single match previously under other managers. Yeah. Silver, did he? He was taken off every yeah. single game. But now he Pep's goes through like like ninety minutes. Mm. Mm. Perhaps just said to him, "Shave your hair off and get on with it." Yeah. <laughs> no problem here. Okay. All right. So, predictions for. Spurs. 4-2. Blimey. For City. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I will go for... It's a tough one, this. It's two great great attacking teams, to be fair, isn't it? And it it could go either way. You've you've got to back us. I'm going for 3-1 City. Okay. Lisa, come on. I think 3-2. I think it'll be a bit closer. Okay. Okay. All right, so that's all the important stuff. And um, as, as you know, we've been uh, going through all the uh, wonderful and not-so-wonderful players of City past to come up with an all-time City eleven. So this week it's Strikers. So obviously we want sensible suggestions, but we'd like some comedy ones in there as well. Or they don't have to be comedy, just not necessarily going to make it into an all-time eleven. I mean, there's, there's some that are comical and the others who have a place in our hearts but don't necessarily make a perfect 11. I almost, yeah, I almost forgot, actually. I think he's got to be there. Is, is Tony Cunningham. 
He was genius, wasn't he? Yes. I was going to say Trevor Christie as well was always a firm favourite of mine. Um, Joe. Joe. Well, Joe, yeah. in all seriousness, would go down pound for pound as my worst ever City signing. And yet, he might be at the World Cup this summer. Yeah. Yeah. So, does, you never know. Does Rocky Santa Cruz not, not come in for pound for pound? Bad signing. He's, he's up there. He's in... He's, He's in your, your top three, I think, isn't he, Rocky Santa Cruz? But he also went on and did all right for himself, didn't he? So. Yeah, he was injured when we bought him. He was never fit at any point, was he, I don't think. Mm. A bit like um, the guy we got from Everton, what was he called? Playing at Sunderland. Rodwell. Jack, Jack Rodwell, yeah. yeah. So we do buy players when they're injured. We bought Gundogan when he was injured, didn't we? Mendy was injured, wasn't he, when we bought him? Mm, yes, yeah. he, was. he was. He missed the first few games, didn't he? As soon as they're injured, we step in. <laughs> Price goes down. Caicedo. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Lee Bradbury. Brad, Lee Badbury, he yeah. was known yeah. as. And, and John Macken. I mean, poor John Macken. We spent £5 million on it, which was a lot of money at the yeah, time. Yeah, in those days, yeah. And then Stuart Pearce brings on David James up front when he's, John Macken's on the bench. So I think that's... What about that goal he scored at Spurs? Yes. We, we, we have to give him a special yes. mention for that. But we were there. 4-3. Quietly confident at half-time, I was. I was. I just thought we had, yeah, I just thought we had too many players on the pitch. <laughs> Every goal just, was at yeah. our end. Mm. Which no. is pretty rare. Seven yeah. at one end. Who was in goals that day? Oh, uh, that Norwegian oh, guy. Oh, come on. What's his Lisa? Name? Arneson, wasn't it? Yes. Oh, yes. He had a made a fantastic well. save in yeah. the second half. Brilliant We're getting match. off topic here. We are. We are. We are. Strikers. Oh, strikers. Yeah. Right, it's okay. Serious. Franny Lee. Serious one. Franny Lee, yeah. Lee one pen. I'm going He scored 15 penalties in one season. That's a record. Yeah, good job. Good job Mourinho wasn't around in those yeah. days. I, I interviewed him. My first job when I was... Uh, worked for the Daily Star many years ago was to go and see Francis Lee and I said to him did you ever die for a penalty and he said no completely straight faced hmm. and I believed him yeah I still do yeah did you believe when he said we were going to be a club spending a billion pounds on transfers when he took over no no <laughs> took a bit longer than yeah. that yeah we got there in the end to we be got fair there in the yeah. End, yeah. okay Trevor so, Francis unquestionably <laughs> too short but he was brilliant for that season we had him you reckon yeah Joe Hayes? Oh, before my time. Yeah, no, he did. No. He was a lot of injuries. He was a good player. I used to meet him every day at some, in St Peter's Square. He used to get me tickets for the games. He was going on the bus to training, like, like they do nowadays, you know, in the baby mercs. And uh, I was going the other way to school, and I used to, he used to get me tickets for the games. Great bloke. No. Can you imagine a fame? player of today uh, on public transport? No. No. They get mobbed. Yeah. <laughs> you would do. There's some bloke called Sergio. Sergio Aguero. Um, yeah, that's yeah. it. Rings he's, a bell. He's, he's all Spanish, is he? Or <laughs> close. Brazilian? No. Arge- Argentine. Yeah. He's, he's all right, he, isn't he? He, he might be. He would be, the, he would be my pick. Yeah, I think I'd have to say Aguero, and um, not just because he scored the most goals, no. but because of the goals he scored. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. And I think. My old friend Eden Jacko deserves a mention too. Controversial. Um, <laughs> you can't. You cannot criticise the goals he scored. The importance of some of the goals he scored. Yeah. Uh, you know, he he had to carry that team towards the end of that title-winning season, didn't he? He was our only fit striker, and he did it. So special place in my heart, yeah. but bloody lazy, wasn't he? <laughs> not not the greatest first touch either. But a, a finisher. He was a finisher. Uh, 
some others with special places in our heart, but probably won't make the list. Um, we have to give them a mention. Sean Gota. Absolutely. Uwe Rosler and Paul Iconic. Dickoff. Iconic. Paul with Dickoff. Dickoff. I mean, Dickoff may have scored the most important goal in our Ever. history. Yeah. So. Up to Aguero's. Yeah. I think those two are both iconic players who, I mean, Gota's first touch improved quite a bit from a very low level, admittedly. Yeah. Uh, both were not great footballers, but both were sort of poachers, weren't they? Yeah. Which is what you want in that position. So they're in my in my team. I also asked my dad for a few from a different era to me, um, and he mentioned Alex Harley. Um, oh yeah, Alex Harley. Who? <laughs> Alex Harley, Scottish. Yeah. He, um, I remember him taking a penalty at Main Road, and he had his back to the keeper, and he suddenly turned around and just hit it. First time that was ever done. He was a Scottish striker, yeah. He came from some poor, not a very good Scottish team, but he was all right. Mm-hmm. He was okay. Go on, what was the other um, one from your dad's well, era? a few. So he, he also mentioned a few that were already sad. But Alex Harley, Dennis Law, uh, yeah. Derek Kevin. Derek Kevin, yeah. Jimmy Murray. Yeah, another Scot. So I guess um, our listeners can let us know what they think as well on Twitter, at City Podcast. Um, so we've got a, I think we've got a good a good list there Billy Meredith see I think we mentioned him last week on wingers and this is this is where there's well, a bit he, of a crossover well, here it's okay. difficult to know what, yeah. you know I think he was a, a winger yeah. mainly he played with a toothpick in his mouth didn't he wasn't he he famous for that I seem to recall yeah when he got involved in a bribery scandal went to United came back to City and he played at the age of 49 Blimey. good lord yeah. All right. imagine that happening today yeah. no. definitely not Toothpick would have been dangerous, wouldn't yeah, it? Health, 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 health and safety wouldn't allow that. No. <laughs> Put that all over the place. All right. Okay, well, thank you very much, and thank you to both my guests, and thank you very much for listening. The Man City Show is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. If you're a large organisation involved in managing, purchasing, or making decisions on software licences, you need Livingston. Livingston provides the technology and a large team of experts to help you understand what software is installed on your network, who is using it, and whether you purchase the right number of software licences to legally use it. This information can help you make smart business decisions when it comes to renegotiating software licensing agreements with large software publishers like Microsoft, Oracle, IBM, and others, and when budgeting for software spend. To reduce the cost and risk of managing your software licenses, speak to Livingston today about our managed services. Over 50 multinationals across the world trust Livingston to manage their software licenses. Visit livingston-tech.com for more information. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.